This is Opposite Attractions, Season 3, Episode 14, Wide Open Spaces. The Challenge, A Randomly Named Attraction. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the world-famous Opposite Attractions Podcast. I am your skipper for the evening. Scotty Moore, joined as always by my co-skipper, the good old Jimothy Murphy. Uh, hello, yes. How are you, Jim? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm awake. Yeah, well, hold on, wait, what, what time is it where you're at? I'm sorry, I just need, I need, some, I need, I wish there was some way you could tell me what time it is. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. It's 10.15! Oh, God, it's so bad! Hey, everybody! It sounds like, it sounds like a coked up, like, Chuck E. Cheese ripoff guy. Hi! Welcome. It's yeah. Really it's bad. uh, whenever the Apple Watch first was announced and they showed that as like, hey, on your watch you can have Mickey Mouse, like an old timey watch. I was like, that's cool. If I get one of those, I'd probably do that. Yeah. And so I finally got around, you know, years later to getting one. I know they're updating soon, but I didn't really care to wait. Uh, but I got it, and I like that's the first thing I did, and I'm like, what is with this stupid, stupid voice? Cocaine Charlie! You own the property rights. Like, the the guy, like... Even if you can't get, like, the voice, like, which, why shouldn't you be able to anyway? Like, there has to be better people than whatever that noise is. Why did you get the voice of Towley from South Park (laughs) to come in and be like, And the worst part is that in the first time you do it in the morning or in the afternoon or at night, like he says something afterwards, like he says like good morning or whatever. Yeah. And it's it, it, it makes it even worse because those things are even farther away from what they should sound like. Like, it's, I would rather hear Donald Duck tell me what the time is and just have it be static. It's 10.15 a.m. Get out of bed, you lazy motherfucker. It's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is a mini on here, too, but I have not checked to see what kind of voice that is. Now, is it like the, uh, is it like Siri, where you can also have, like, Australian Mickey, who's just like, Hey, <laughs> mate! Welcome! It's 9.30 a.m. Fuck off! Oh, man. Alright, it's 1 a.m. in the morning. Someone's been drinking. Thank you, Mickey Watch. So, I'm starting to think that Walt Disney really wasted his fucking time. Not building a theme park, but where he would just sit and count people's steps until they would drop trash. Because apparently, (laughs) apparently a French theme park has come up with a much better idea. Like, they were just sitting there like... Oh, well, how it's dirty steps, and then they will drop their trash. 
Let's him drop the trash. We will get birds. What did you just say, Pierre? I'm going to get birds to clean up our theme park. Yeah, uh, let me see. What's the name of this fucking park? Um, uh, Core. I don't care what the birds are. I want to know where this place <laughs> is. I know they're ravens. These trash-happy ravens will work four days a week under the close watch of a falconer. What the fuck? Wouldn't you love if Disney World <laughs> was just like, ah, oh, yes. They, well, uh, technically they do do that with the seagulls, but they don't talk about it because the seagulls tried to unionize and they're very against that. Yeah. Uh, well, and, at Disney, it'd be like, the Falconeers, welcome. They make birds. How do you teach a bird just, like, to pick shit up, dude? The birds were trained by Christophe Gabardet, project manager at the park's Academy of Falconry. This park is already... It's Puy is La this park at the Greenbrier of West Virginia? It's uh, the Puy de Fou theme park, which I'm trying to look at right now, and I have to log in with WordPress.com to learn about it. But, yeah, apparently they're just... What? Eventually, the birds came to associate tidying up with food and happily picked up old cigarette butts and pieces of paper. Yeah, the the bird, the seagulls at Disney do that too. They associate food with food, and so whenever you <laughs> drop food, they pick up the food and then they get food. That's how this works. And then, of course, well, these are uh, French uh, French ravens, so they're just like, "It's been a long day. I need a smoke." <laughs> Swoop. Ah, you filthy American dropping me my nicotine habit. This is turning into Watto from fucking Star Wars really quickly. Uh, sometimes the rooks got a bit crafty. According to some person, they would try to trick him by dropping pieces of wood instead of garbage into the box. So these fucking birds were just like, I can drop anything into the box. Come, let's put wood in the box. And they're like, no, no, you're supposed to get trash. And they're like, I don't understand what you mean. So, yeah, can we just make that official for our theme park that we just have to have a shit ton, a bird army who are here to stop people from fucking shit up? Uh, I want albatrosses, please. Okay, you can have albatrosses, and all of mine are going to be old, old vultures, like the old uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> and they're just no, like, no, you should have the vultures from uh, the Jungle Book, the ones that were supposed to be the Beatles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or I could just have those racist-ass crows from Song of the South just bebopping around everywhere. And people like no, they were in they were in Dumbo, weren't they in Dumbo? Were they in Dumbo? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, they were still racist as fuck. I just want like eighty pound birds, like flying around, like knocking people over to get to their trash. What's bad is, I mean, it's a theme park. Either song. that or humming hummingbirds have that little like that little snout thing that could like spear it. Yeah, but I feel like Universal would get on us for stealing Woody Woodpecker from them. Um, I, I like the idea, however, for my park, and I know we're going to be in more of a temperate climate, but I am going to get an army of penguins 
who just like <laughs> march around to my park and they don't they don't get mad at people. They don't pick up the trash. They beat the shit out of anybody who litter. <laughs> swans. <laughs> you get some Geese swans. And swans. You get some punk ass swans to come on, and we train them to not pick up litter, but to follow people who do litter. And the more you litter, the more <laughs> swans come from behind you until finally they all swoop in at once. Or you get a, uh, oh shit, what Legend of Zelda game was it? The chickens from Legend of Zelda. And if you if you drop too much trash, just a swarm of chickens all come on you at once and attack. Oh man, uh, yeah, fuck you, Walt Disney. He's rolling in his grave, he's like... I shouldn't have been counting how many how many paces. I should have been counting how many geese need to be following them until they pick up their damn trash. Oh, that was my favorite little experiment Disney ran. Oh, so Jimothy Murphy, I, it were well. I guess we're not killing our babies, but are you ready to put an end to it? Put an end to this damned theme park. We, we still got one more challenge to do. Oh, are we doing... I thought next week was going to be finalizing the format of the park. Like, how our yes. park looks. So, I, yes. I guess that is still so, a challenge. So, this is... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, I meant the challenge for this week. Oh, yeah. Where we you did. decided to give me a random name of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, technically, that was your challenge. That I think this is two times in a row yeah. where I just piggybacked off your challenges. Um, but, of course, we do have our theme park, which is known as Versus, the great challenge of a theme park where Jim has full control of one half. He has Jim City 3000. And then I have the other half, which is just simply known as Scotland, uh, a land of booze, excess, and murder. We don't talk about that last one too often, but it <laughs> happens. Um, and of course, we've had challenges throughout the throughout the uh, weeks here, culminating in this one, where I went to I, I can't even remember the name of the fucking website, but it's just a random website that gives you the name of a roller coaster, and from that we both randomly generated a name for our ride, and I guess I will concede to you to bring it to the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what I'm bringing to the table. I know you told me last time that the name i was going to use was viper drop yeah yeah um uh, a very poisonous kind of candy i think mm -hmm. but i uh I, I went against that and i went back to the gener i found a generator and i i hit the uh the randomizer and i got the brass knuckle <laughs> and i like that better that was so actually my, that this... was my nickname in college <laughs> well <laughs> I originally was gonna try to include you in the in the attraction, but I went away from that. Um, it ba but basically this is a kind of on the edge of my park at the f like cl like close to your half, and it's essentially supposed to be like my security headquarters. Okay, like that's what the outside looks like, and so like the uh, the queue of it would actually be like. Um, it would show off like various uh, things that I would like that that my security team would use to thwart bad guys, 
but in this case, the head member of security, which is basically a steampunk robot named the Brass Knuckle, yeah, he went rogue and uh, took over the security headquarters. Mm-hmm. So the outside kind of looks like when Stitch attacked Cinderella Castle. Okay, I'm down with it. Basically, it's just like a ransacked building. Uh, actually, the uh, the second floor of the building that's part of like the Grand Circle tour would actually have like a weird, uh, like a labyrinthian maze. Okay. I, I was gonna do a mirror maze, but I, uh, I it's more like a it's supposed to be like a walkthrough exhibit where they show like there's like little jump scares everywhere. Like if you take a wrong turn. Yeah. Well, like I, and it's supposed I, to be like a it's it's supposed to be a. Uh, like a show, like actually showing you what some of the security things would do. Yeah. I also like that you didn't choose a mirror maze because you realized that we weren't doing this theme park in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> or Panama City Beach. <laughs> or, that was going to be the or, other one. <laughs> I had two or, in or, mind. Or Tybee Island, any of them. Take your pick, baby. Yeah. I'm sure Branson has, a three, has three or five of them. Yeah. But okay, so uh, uh, basically the idea of this attraction is it's kind of a, because pretty much every park uh, we do has to have a Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin knockoff. Yes. Essentially, you are high, you are basically deputized by the other security guards mm-hmm. into like trying to stop the brass knuckle. Okay. So you get, so you get into this little like security cart and then you're riding through the the uh like the headquarters and you're trying to like you're you're basically shooting at the brass knuckle trying to score points okay i'm down with this um i haven't got a uh, really good idea of what he would look like except that it would probably just be like if you made a steampunk robocop i'm sure there's probably fan art of that yeah i'm just really happy that this wasn't also animal themed because i don't think you would have gotten away with a ride where you had to hunt down the moose knuckle yeah, because that, that wouldn't have worked out too well. Um, all right. I mean, is it just a malfunction? Is that why he's going crazy? Uh, I haven't totally figured that out. I actually think that maybe uh, during his rounds, he kind of got over into your side and kind of visited the hellhole and things went bad. Okay. So that's... Wait. So maybe we can... So I hacked it, is what you're saying. I hacked your robot with alcoholism. Yeah, yeah you... Yeah, you. Have, yeah, that's that. We could use that as a thing. Like, uh, I'm thinking the deputies of the security would be called the Iron Men. Okay. But then we'd get sued. So then they'd be the Iron Maidens. Then we get sued again. Mm-hmm. And then they would just end up being the Iron Boys. I. <laughs> the Iron. The Ironing Boys. Yeah, the, the Iron. The Iron Kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm down with that. So it's the Brass Knuckle, the evil robot. Of Jim City 3000. Yeah, my, 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 my horrible security robot. So, uh... Gone rogue. So, wait, are you gonna have actual security robots as well? And by that I mean humans in badly constructed cardboard robot <laughs> costumes parading? I am awesome <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It would kind of lessen the security, like someone's acting up and then a fucking asshole in a cardboard box walks up. <laughs> Sir, must ask you to leave. Well, well, I don't know if, I think uh, 
if, uh, if, if it was just a someone in a cardboard box, people might think it was Solid Snake, and maybe they'd watch their ass. Respect the badge, and then you look down, and he's just drawn a badge and crayon on the fucking box. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's Jim's crack security team that's been fucked up by me, as always. Well, I, I like this- You drunked up my robot, how dare you? <laughs> I drunked up that robot! See, I like yours because both of ours kind of come from the same vein of almost taking a peek through the kimono. Because my ride this week is called Gale Force Roll. Wait, no, it's called Bat Fight. Wait, no, it's called Lion Machine. The name basically changes every five fucking minutes. Basically, you can <laughs> you can submit like ride names if you want, and it might be the name of that ride at some random point during the day. <laughs> Also, I really like, I went back to that uh, theme park generator like you did to try to get more names. I swear to God, the first three all included the word bat. At some point, it was like bat fight, bat attack, bat of the mountain. I'm sitting there, why do you want me to get into bats? <laughs> and uh, essentially, this is, it's almost, the outside kind of looks like Ellen's universe of energy. Like that just really exciting, almost institutional kind of look and it is because uh, yeah guess what no one's ever referred to ellen's energy adventure as exciting ever hey i saw a dinosaur once that was it um but you, essentially yes we all saw bill nye he was there <laughs> but you were going inside the lab of the official scotland drunk engineers who are our imagineers and essentially what they're what they need to do is they their lab is based around testing the best types of rides for you at certain amounts of inebriation. <laughs> so they are the ones okay. they are the ones who control basically the drink limits for the rides. They're the ones who try to figure out the best drink you can possibly get. Um, and this Jim Murphy is the first ever ride. Fully based around how inebriated you are. It is randomly generated based upon how drunk you got. So you go inside and you get a card, kind of like at the beginning of E.T. or Test Track. And then you have to blow into a breathalyzer that tells you how drunk you are. And now afterwards, you take your card into the testing lab... Which, uh, it's kind of like the, uh, opening cue for Men in Black, where you're in this laboratory, but you can see them, like, having somebody in a, um, what's it called? The fake roller coaster thing. Like the giant, what, like? like the giant CG roller coaster thing, like they had one in, uh, Imageworks and stuff C like that. What cyberspace mountain? Yeah, but it's that like a thing? cyber. It's like a cyberspace mountain, and you can see them like blood alcohol content versus how much fun they're having, stuff like that. So you can see like, oh, these drunk engineers are testing the best types of rides for all these different alcohol contents, and then you at uh, <laughs> at, uh, at like a point four two is the ride vehicle just a hospital bed? <laughs> yes, um, and now afterwards you. The following area, it sees you and your group split up into different sections that each correspond to various levels of intoxication. So, like, the little kids and the mom 
can go into group A. You can choose to be on the other, like, group B, group C, all the way to group E. Uh, group E does feature several bathrooms next to it for people to vomit while they wait. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, you don't have to be... You can go up, but you can't come back down. In other words, a person in section E cannot go down to section A. But otherwise, you can move up if you want to, because uh, section A, which is if you have a blood alcohol content of 0.0 to 0.02, it's a high-intensity roller coaster <laughs> ride a la Rip Ride Rocket or Rock and Roller Coaster that takes you around the show building on the back while Kiss accompanies you. And I don't mean the music. I mean the band is there at all times. And they are playing the music and the hits of Kiss. They're like, Toronto! Listen! Let's go, baby! <laughs> and there's loops, thrills. They're like... There's a giant loop behind the building that every time a car goes around it, it shoots flames into the air. It Fire, excitement, chasing your vehicle as you thrill the night away. Now, section B is for people who are like in a 0.03 to 0.05% blood alcohol content. And that's kind of like a less intense roller coaster, more like something like Escape from Green Gots. Or even like Jurassic Park where there's thrills and stuff, but there are some moments for you to kind of catch your breath and just kind of enjoy the visuals. And you are a professor on an expedition. So um, the thing about the show building, the Section A takes you around the back of it. This takes you underneath it because you are going to the center of the earth to find a deep hit. And I know that there is blatantly a ride, and I think Disney Shanghai I'm stealing this from. Um, yes. But you're trying to find a deep hidden treasure only to find this horrifying monster. There are thrills, but also these beautiful visuals that accompany all of these drunks. Uh, that moves us on to Section C. And the beauty of Section C is it's screen-based, so it's really just like the center of the show building, and there's not much movement. Uh, it's a thrill ride like Spider-Man or Transformers, but it's screen-based. And it takes you through an intense car chase in NYC, but then there's giant fucking robots. And uh, it's it's literally Pacific Rim. There are Jaegers and Kaiju fighting around you, and you're trying to escape. There's still thrills, but the car doesn't move enough to really get the vom out of you. So you <laughs> should be fine there. And now Section D is a 0.09 to 0.12 blood alcohol content, which I did Google blood alcohol. You will be slurring at this point. Um, <laughs> and this one's more like a haunted mansion or a Pirates of the Caribbean, just like a really slow, nice-paced ride uh, where you go on this nice boat ride where you try to find an animated duck first to find... <laughs> First to find the duck on your boat wins. At least that's the rules you and the rest of the drunks made up before you started. You like one dude's just like first person to win the duck gets a free drink, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna find the duck." <laughs> and that moves us on to section E, which is point one two and above, and that's when your cart, real fucking slow just moves you into a room alongside several other carts that have already gotten parked there for the day 
And you're in front of a giant screen like Ellen's Energy Adventure, except it's just an episode of The Joy of Painting. So you just kind of chill there and watch Bob Ross do his thing for no discernible time limit. You just gotta chill there and watch the joy of painting. Also, the cart is the only one without restraints or lap bars, and you can get up if you need to go like vom. It's fine. And then also the cart, it's the first ever ride vehicle where you can fully recline and there's a pillow underneath and just go the fuck to sleep. So this is my own private sleep chamber where you just watch Bob Ross and <laughs> try your best to sober up. And the official drink of this ride actually cannot be found on the internet, Jim Murphy. It's <laughs> it's actually from a novel called BS vs. the Gods, which may or may not have been written by me and Blake Tanner. Um, and is also soon coming to Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash BS Network. Check it out. Um, and the drink is called The Mistake. And it's a half ounce of bourbon, Kentucky whiskey, scotch, tequila, Jaeger, Bacardi 151, pineapple juice, grenadine, and sweet and sour. And the beauty of this drink is the fact that if you went in on ride A and you want to try out ride B, just drink one of these motherfuckers, and then when you go back through the line, baby, you will have moved up to section B. <laughs> Get off, you want to try C? Take a shot of the mistake. Go back around, you're good. It is a looping ride if you want it to be. <laughs> but yeah, that's my ride, um... Char the chartreuse nightmare. Oh wait, hold on, it's fucking changed. Uh, six pack of piss. Nope, not that. It's changed again. Uh, so yeah, Jimothy Murphy, that's it. The final ride of this season. Six pack of piss. How is it that we both have attractions that involve sleeping? Yeah, exactly. Well. When I started doing this, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I want to have a section for certain blood... Here, hold on. Let me see if I could pull up this Google search I did once again. Because I originally had the uh, final section, which was section F, and that was like 0.18 to 0.24. And then when I Googled that, it kind of just told me to go fuck myself. It was like, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. Like, that's gotta be a bad plan. So, wait, hold on. Here we go. How blood alcohol content impairs your body and behavior. So, here's the kind of behavior you should expect from people in certain sections. Uh, section A, some loss of judgment, relaxation, slight body warmth, and altered mood. Section B. Exaggerated behavior, like screaming as you see this giant monster <laughs> under the earth. Small loss of small muscle control. A usually good feeling. <laughs> I love I love that description. A usually good feeling. Lowered alertness, release of inhibition, so you could just get out and like try to fuck the crystal you're seeing. <laughs> Section C. Harder to detect danger. <laughs> So the fucking Jaeger comes out, and you're like, this is fine. 
Uh, muscle coordination becomes poor, and judgment, self-control, reasoning, and memory are impaired. So at this point, they may not remember they wrote it, and we'll try to get on again. Uh, section C. Clear deterioration of reaction time and control, which can... It's gonna make finding that duck a whole lot more fun. <laughs> uh, slurred speech, poor coordination, and slowed thinking. And then finally, as you're in there watching Bob Ross... Vomiting may occur, major loss of balance, and far less muscle control than normal. So, yeah, you might die. Also, I did love going through this. It also had, like, one drink means you're probably at this blood alcohol content level. And I'm like, usually I can have, like, six drinks and I'm fine. And then they're like, if you're at six drinks... You are severely impaired. And I was like, what? No, 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 I'm not. I swear I'm not impaired. <laughs> Guys! Uh, so I can find that duck in 30 seconds. I can find that duck so fucking quickly, you don't know. <laughs> so that was my ride. How did, how, did, how did you and Mom meet? Well, we were both asleep watching Bob Ross. Yeah. No. She leaned over to vomit and I held her hair. And then I whispered like in your ear. Like a gentleman. Then I whispered in your ear, I think I just found my duck. And then she cried because she <laughs> hadn't read that part of the ride yet. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jim, the final Ooh. ride, the final ride of this park, 20 seconds to shit, the fantastic new ride at Versus. Oh, man. So, I, I, it feels bad. I loved this park. This park was fantastic. But we must, all good things must come to an end. And next week we are going to have our, I guess, the final countdown, as it were. Us finally figuring out where everything goes in our park. And we may even have visual aids. Who knows? But until then. It's possible. It's possible. And by visual aids, uh, I remember, mean. Remember, so we're going to do that next week. And then in two weeks, we're going to do like a top ten sort of a thing yeah because it's all because it'll essentially be our one year anniversary Aww, and then and then we're gonna take two weeks off because i'll be in disney yeah and then we'll be back with a brand new theme park ladies and gentlemen so make sure to tune in for all of that but until then jim where can they find you on the motherfucking internet uh i can be found on twitter at apparently smart and luckily, Scotty already gave part of his spiel yeah. earlier. And you could find me on Twitter at a load, or at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, and buy all my books on Amazon, the Queasel Corp Trilogy, BS vs. the Gods, or go to audibletrial.com slash BS Network for a free 30-day trial of Audible, and you can get Queasel Corp, Queasel Corp Risen, or BS versus the Gods over there, ladies and gentlemen. So check that out, and check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS. There's op there's Fight Boys, a load of BS, all these great shows you can check out. And, of course, if you want to support, you can by either going to merch.aloadofpurebs.com or uh, patreon.com slash aloadofbs and donating 
a nice little monthly fee over there, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to check out all the older episodes at opposite-attractions.com. Check out all of our older seasons. Get yourself caught up before our big anniversary coming up. And of course, remember you can find Jim and me on Twitter at op at chef. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down? With OPP!